What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Chloe and Mike. We have some AITAs for you. I have two. Chloe has two. And we're excited to share what we found. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chloe and Mike. We kicked off the podcast, then we went on a little vacation. So it was a two-week hiatus for us, but we are back and ready to get started. We have four news stories for you, and Mike is going to kick us off. All right. Am I the asshole for punishing my daughter for being an extrovert? My daughter and son are only 18 months apart, but are completely different people. My daughter has dozens of friends and loves socializing and going out. My son has two friends he can go out, go days without talking to. And when he's not at school, he likes to be in his room reading. Sometimes I send him outside for a little bit of sunshine and he just reads books on Libby with his phone on the porch. Recently, my daughter accused me of favoring my son and punishing her for being more outgoing. My son has almost never denied doing something he wants to do. I don't force my kids to do much with their free time. If their homework is done and their rooms are clean-ish, they can spend their weekends doing whatever. My son usually spends his weekends in his room, as I said. My daughter always wants to go somewhere. She usually asks me to drive her. If I can, I will, but sometimes there's a scheduling conflict. I also don't always have money to give her, which she usually asks for. One of the moms of her friends can sometimes pick her up, but again, she's usually going to a movie or the mall or a restaurant with a friend. She usually wants money, and I can't give her $40 every single weekend for hangouts. It's not financially feasible. I told her she might consider getting cheap or free activities to do with her friends, but she said this isn't what the group at large wants to do. I suggested she might get a part-time job, and she was upset. She said I never told her brother to get a job, and he's 18 months older. The thing is that my son is cheap and easy. He doesn't ask for expensive books, and if he does, he asks for them as a gift for his birthday or Christmas. He reads stuff from the library or the internet. When he hangs out with his friends, they hole up in his room or play board games in the living room. Still, my daughter says he always gets to do what he wants, and she's often told no. It feels incredibly unfair to her. Am I the asshole for telling my daughter to do less expensive hobbies or get a job just because she's more extroverted? Hmm. This is an interesting one. Forgive me if you said it, but they didn't. she didn't say the actual ages of her children, right? She said just 18 months apart. Yeah, and insinuated that they're both able to get jobs. Interesting. I want to say that the title is actually kind of misleading for me because the title being like punishing my daughter for being an extrovert and you're like, where is this going to go when you hear that? But then when you read the story and and OP broke it down for us, I feel like the title made it sound so much more worse than what it actually was, in my opinion. Or just mislabeled the issue. Yeah, yeah. She mislabeled it. Absolutely. So what are your overall thoughts? Same as you. I don't think she's being punished for being an extrovert. It sounds like she has unreasonable expectations for what the mom can provide in the financial request that she's making. And she also doesn't want to contribute to anything that she wants to do. So it sounds like the brother understands the limits and has made the best of them and is content with what he can and can't do. And the sister isn't, but she doesn't want to do anything to make it better for herself. She just wants the mom to give her money, which... The mom expressed that she can't do, so it is unfair, but 
that's what happens if you want things you have to work for it, right? Yeah, I think that the teenage girls just learning a, I'm presuming teenage girl is learning a lot of lessons, you know, she wants to do what her friends are doing. She wants some spending money. She wants to be social and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. She doesn't understand that her brother's hobbies and interests are little to no money, or he's not asking for it as frequently as she is. So, you know, I'm not even saying that she's like a rotten kid or a bad a bad teenager or anything. If anything, again, she's unfortunately learning some hard lessons. Like maybe my mom can't afford what someone else's mom can as frequently. And maybe I do have to get a job if I want to do things. And it's not fair that my hobbies, you know, cost more money than my brother's, but that doesn't mean that the mom isn't doing her best. And it doesn't mean that the mom's punishing her either. Yeah, punishing would mean that the daughter's either doing something wrong or she's a victim of something, and I don't think that's the case. It's just what we said, everyone's doing their best, but the daughter... It's the difference between getting a Toyota or a Mercedes, right? That's the old argument. Like, one, the cost of maintenance is minimal. The other one has a higher cost of maintenance, and if you put the two kids next to each other, you don't know what kind of kid you're going to get, but if you're of working age... I mean, I had a job as soon as I legally could. You did too. So um, that contributed to a lot of the things that I wanted. So I I don't know. I never really complained about it. That's just how it went for everybody I knew. So I think that should happen here. And nobody's really being unfair. Yeah. I don't think either side's being unfair, OP, or even necessarily her daughter. She's just learning the hard way as she's getting older. Unfortunately, life isn't fair. I'd be curious to hear, though, what Reddit thinks. Me too. Let's see. First one is not the asshole. You're not favoring one over another. One's low maintenance in a sense. He doesn't cost you $40 a week, a weekend plus rides, while the other's socially active lifestyle requires some rides plus cash for her to keep up with the group of friends that she wants to do. It's reasonable to mention getting a part-time job to offset the cost. Yeah. So, everything we said. I think that comment sums it up. Yeah. And was there an overall vote for the thread? Not the asshole. Makes sense. All right. Okay. I want to keep it up on the family theme, but I actually want you to choose. And I'm just going to give you an overall idea of what it is. And you tell me what you are in the mood for. So I have one about inheritance and siblings. I have another one about a sister slut shaming a sibling. And then I have another one that is going to be about how siblings and a husband and wife are raising their daughter and how it's affecting the aunt. Am I picking one out of these or two out of these? Because you do two stories, right? Yeah, to start. So go ahead and choose one. I'm stuck between the inheritance and the ant. Okay, we're going to do both. Perfect. So let's start lighter. Am I the asshole for refusing to share our Nan's inheritance with my siblings? I, 20 female, was my Nam's full-time carer from when I was 13 to when she passed away when I was 19. 
My mom got in a huge argument with her and my entire family ended up cutting her off. I felt guilty though, um, as it felt wrong to leave an old woman with mobility and memory issues to live on her own. She was too stubborn to get home. She was too stubborn to get home help or to go into a, a care home. I spent my entire teen years caring for her on my own. I am the youngest of four siblings, but none of them wanted to help, so it was just left to me. She was difficult to live with, very easily aggravated, needed constant care. My teen years sucked. When she died, she left everything to me. I got her house and all of her money. My mom was mad at this, though. She claimed that my nan had done it to cause an argument between me and my siblings over money. My siblings didn't say anything about the money. They were fine with it. It was just my mom that had the issue. She told me to split the money with them, and I said no. The argument was roughly a year ago, and our relationship has been rocky since. My oldest brother is currently having financial issues, and I've loaned him some money. This has started the argument up once again. My mom says it's wrong that I've loaned it to him instead of giving it to him, and what I've given him is less than one-fourth of the total amount that I was given. I know I was initially in the right, but I'm starting to feel guilty about the loan. My mom is insisting again that I split the money, and I'm feeling worse and worse about standing my ground as time goes on. Am I the asshole? It's a tough one. Um, I, I mean, maybe it's not. I don't think she is. I think it's none of their business how somebody decides to pass their assets along. It's always a tough pill to swallow. Um, but not her responsibility to do. It's literally called a will. It's a person's will. You, that's the her nan's will was to give her all her, you know, her money or whatever. So that is what it is. Mom should drop it. Yeah, I think that she's absolutely not the a-hole for me. This one's really straightforward and she is 20. So she's still really young and it sounds like she, did she say that she was the youngest? Yeah. She's the youngest of the four. So she has three older siblings who aren't putting too much pressure on her. It sounds like, but the mom is. So again, she's still young, still impressionable, still the baby. She stepped up to take care of her grandmother and the grandmother rewarded her as best as she could after passing. And to me, hearing that the siblings don't really have a problem and that the siblings, one asked for money and seemed okay with the loan. And it seems like the mom is the one upset. I feel like the mom is harboring issues with her own mom, right? Cause it said that they got in a fight and then they, um, I said that they, that she, the mom is mad at this, right? So wait, but the thing I'm wondering is if the mom is going to the other kids and, and like riling them up behind the girl's back and then she's just the one, you know, who's going to deliver the message. But the siblings feel the same, but maybe they don't say anything or act on it. I wonder if that's the case or if they really are just whatever and it's the mom making her own battle about it. You're right. And maybe the siblings are getting riled up, but even if they are, they're not expressing it. So if the mom is trying to get them riled up, they're not wild up enough to the point of taking it up with their sister. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? Just at least 
planting the seeds. mom making a, an agree a thing and then the kids agreeing but then acting differently when this, the girls are on sure yeah you're, what i'm hearing is you're thinking that the mom is like the catalyst behind the siblings being upset and i can see that and, and agree with it but she's not enough of a catalyst for them to make a stink about it to the sister you know the mom is the one that seems to have the issue and it's probably because she felt left out and maybe she's feeling guilty because if i know if i was her i'd feel guilty as all hell right i'm just wondering because if the siblings didn't have an issue and then like i wonder if the mom went to the brother and was like ask her for a loan she'll give it to you she just got you know she should she should feel good and then like i wonder if that you know, prompted him to do it. I just, I could see it both ways. So I, I wonder what the real context is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that we, what uh, does the internet think? Yeah. So Reddit agrees with us deemed OP, not the a-hole. And I really like the top and first comment. So top comment says not the asshole. Look, I'm approaching 40. I have a successful career. I have money. I can buy within reason five to 10 K anything that I want. You know what I can't buy back is time. You sacrifice very important. Thank you, Gio. That's our German shepherd dog. You know what I can't buy back time. You sacrifice very important years to you that you'll never be able to get back. Even if you could somehow get them back, it won't be the same. That time in your life is over. And unless you figure out... And unless the figure that you got was high six to seven, I'd argue it sure as hell wasn't worth it. So no, you're not the asshole. Did OP respond? OP did not respond to that. You know, I'm going through the thread here and let me see if OP has responded at all. No, I don't see. Here's another top comment though, just for some food for thought. Not the asshole. Perhaps instead of thinking about the money as an inheritance, think of it as money you earned by taking care of your grandmother. There's nothing wrong with loaning your brother money that you earned. Absolutely. That's the way to look at it. Not an inheritance, not a will, but you literally were a caretaker and you got paid for it. Also, isn't it a legally executed agreement? An inheritance? So, yeah. So the mom is, it just, it's unfortunate. It shows a lot about her character from what she's doing, what she's driving. Yeah, yeah. So if anything, she's the asshole. Agreed. Mom sucks. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Kick us off. All right. Am I the asshole for making my daughter share her presence with my stepdaughter? I, 40 female, was a single mother to my daughter, Amy, 15 female. I came out three years ago and married my wife, Jenna, 42, last year, female. She has a daughter, Nora, 13. Okay, so we have the two women, 40 and 42, and then each have their own daughter, 15 and 13. We all live together as I have full custody of my daughter. It was kind of hard for her to adjust to having a second mom, but they all got along well. 
The girls have their birthdays very close, only two days apart, so we decided to have a joint birthday party for both of them. Since Nora had a hard time making new friends, they moved in with us and she's very shy. That's the other, you know, the wife's daughter. Most of my family lives out of the country, so the gifts were sent a week early. It was a huge bag with at least 20 gifts. The party was nice, and we opened the bag at night once everyone left. Jenna handed out the presents as she took them out. After 12 gifts in a row just for Amy, I checked the bag and froze to see that there was only one gift for Nora, from my parents. She pretended it wasn't a big deal, but as she opened the present, I saw her eyes drop. It was a $15 tumbler from Walmart. Not to sound ungrateful, but Amy's gifts were much more expensive. Lots of gift cards over $100, a new phone, limited edition Funkos, designer clothes, and lots of cards wishing her a happy birthday. Needless to say, I blew up the family chat, calling out my parents' siblings and extended family who sent gifts for not considering Nora, and my parents for the cheap gift. No one took me seriously since, quote, It's not our duty to give gifts to someone else's kid, and Amy deserves them since I didn't even throw her her, her own birthday party, emphasizing that Jenna and Nora are my problem, not theirs. Nora was clearly hurt, since it's not the first time my family has left her out. At night, I asked Amy to share some of the gifts with her stepsister, not all of them, just a couple gift cards and some of the new clothes. Amy refused. They su- this surprised me, since she never had a problem with sharing, and even though she and Nora are not best friends, they usually get along. After asking her why, Amy started crying, saying that she never wanted a joint birthday party and that I forced her to share everything with Nora. They share a room for space, and I make sure they're both invited to the same parties and sleepovers so that Nora won't be left out. If if they don't invite both of them, then neither... It says either of them goes. I'm assuming it says she meant to say neither of them goes. But she wrote, If they don't invite both of them, then either of them goes. Again, I think she, said, she meant to say neither. Anyway, Amy said she at least wanted her own gifts to be hers alone. I scolded her for being selfish with her stepsister, grounded her, and took a couple of the presents to give to Nora. She turned them down because she didn't want problems with Amy, and it felt like pity. Since then, Amy has been called to all of us. I just wanted my two girls to be closer with the joint party and have the same things. Am I the asshole? And clarification, Jenna and I bought gifts for the girls, their own tablets, as well as their friends. Nora also received gift from her extended family, but they sent for Amy as well. This one's sad. Well, what do you think? As you were reading this, I'm thinking to myself, I don't have kids, so I'm not sure how to relate to this one. Then I'm thinking, you know, I was once a teenage girl, and first of all, being 13 or 15... It is not easy, right? And so decisions that both of them are making now, they'd probably look back on it and be like, oh man, I was a selfish kid or maybe I was a sensitive kid or whatever, right? So they can change and evolve. They're still young. I, um, For me, the biggest villains of this one are the extended family of OP because they are not recognizing the stepchild and maybe there's some more undertones there where they don't accept the relationship that the two wives have and they're taking it out on the kids or regardless of what it is. I, I feel like they're the villain in this. Now, 
Should OP ask her daughter to share? Ooh, I think, yeah. Really? I think, yeah, I do. I do. I, 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 again, when you were reading the story, I was thinking to myself, I don't know to say yes or no, but if you are blending a family together and you have this young girl who sees her sister, her new sister, who she's trying to bond with, get different treatment, you're, you want to make her feel included. And even if you tell your daughter, Hey, share this with you now or share this with your sister now. And then I will do something for you special alone. Like it could be a teachable moment for her daughter to be like, Hey, share this with her because it wasn't equal. It wasn't fair. We want to be inclusive and I'll replace this personally for you. Right. Or like, we'll do something special or I'll get you that big ticket item that you want. Or, you know, like don't just ask with not maybe filling the gap somehow another way. Right. To make her also feel good, but be like, Hey, she was excluded. Let's not do this. This is your new sister. I'll make you even more whole in the end. So if OP could present it like that, like teachable, being inclusive, have the sisters kind of bond in that regard while also making sure her daughter feels like she's not getting the short end of the stick. I feel like that's kind of a win-win because the damage that is happening to the, to OP's newest like stepdaughter is irreversible and the damage is done from the family. Yeah, but what I'm interpreting, if the girl said she didn't want to have a joint party, and if the family responded, you didn't even throw her her own party, whether the girl wanted it on her own or the family put it in her head one way or another, it sounds like the parents of the girl, like OP, is making decisions. And whether they're entitled to her daughter's input or not she's not getting her sign off on these things that are going on the daughter's not the op is not getting her daughter's sign off the op is not consulting her daughter saying what do you want to do for your birthday is it okay to have a joint party do you care can we do that you know she's not asking her she said we decided to have a joint party we include we do this we do that we do that. she's forcing all this stuff and she's not letting it naturally develop or be a choice and Another thing that I'm thinking is they have a bag of gifts and they opened it at night once everyone left. I'm not saying they should have known better, but looking back, she could have filtered and and kind of looked at the gifts and looked to see who everything is to, maybe edited some of the two, you know, to... Amy plus Nora and like fix it or do she could, or just take them and divvy it out half and half and say, this is what we're, she could have done something. It sounds like she was surprised, froze up, anticipated Nora getting hurt and then tried to overcompensate and overcorrect it hard and has had total disregard for her own daughter the whole time. Okay. I respect that. I don't agree though. And here, cause I'm thinking from the daughter's perspective, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to play devil advocate a little bit on two things. First of all, you mentioned 
that the daughter of OP didn't have any say in having a joint party or having a sign off. But then I beg to ask you what differs between this story and your first story where we're like, the mom has a certain amount of money. She can only do so much. Like we were basically saying like, she's still the parent and should be able to make the decisions because 13 and 15, depending on what state you are in 15, you can still work. So I guess for me in this story, and we can all see where I lie, um, me in this story, I, I don't think that the daughter necessarily, she should have input, but input doesn't mean that she gets to make all the decisions, my opinion. And then secondly, I want to think and hope to your point about intercepting the gifts before giving it to the girls that they weren't, it sounds like they didn't open the gifts right in front of everybody. They waited until everyone left, but maybe they just really didn't innocently realize until they all sat down after everyone left and it was like exciting and it was like almost like a Christmas, right? Or like a Hanukkah when you're just like opening everything and then it's like, oh crap. You know, I want to hope that they didn't know it was uneven before giving it to the girls. Well, I totally believe it. But the point is, OP's doing everything based on whatever she thinks is right. And she keeps running into resistance and hurt feelings and really failures, right? Because she wants everyone to get along and it's not happening. She's not taking any input. And she's not, this isn't, she's not doing this collaboratively. She's just like doing what she thinks is best and forcing it down everyone's throat. It's, it's not, it's not working. Yeah. Well, I think she's an asshole for taking, you don't take a kid's gifts away. If anything, I don't know. It is what it is. And then you tell your family that, okay, she has her party and now Nora has her party. You should give her gifts. And if they don't, I mean, then that's an issue. But I like, imagine if you had gifts and then you had to give them away. Well, that's why as a kid. Yeah, you're right. That's why at the top of this one, I said, I think this could have been a great teachable moment for OP and the daughter to be like, we never want to exclude anybody, especially someone who is coming into our family. Look, you have more. She's, she's feeling hurt and she's feeling like the odd man out. Let's share with her now. And then I'll make it up to you. Then I'll take you shopping. Then I'll get you the, whatever that you are looking for. You know, I think that she could have taught that sharing is good right because i think that op mentioned like that night she asked her daughter like can you give some of the gift cards or some of the whatever so in the moment fix the band-aid with the with the stepsister but then yeah i agree with you don't just take away the gift but also give some alternative to it like let's do this to make her feel whole and part of us and then you and i will do something I'm so curious because obviously we're split. I'm so curious um, and not a black and white split, right? It's not black and white. It's for us. We're looking at it wholly of like what they could have done to make it better. But I'm curious with as it stands now, what Reddit thinks. Yeah, I'll just say I think this is OP's problem to set the tone right with her family and her daughter shouldn't pay the price for OP's family being unfair. And, and she's a kid, so I'd say unless OP caught it before the kid noticed, then she could, you know, do a crisis aversion and split the gifts before, without the kids knowing. 
That's one thing, but she failed. So at this point, I think you just have to swallow the pill. But anyway, yeah. But don't you... It's, the kids shouldn't pay the price. I Not agree. Fair. But so the other kids shouldn't either. Both the kids are innocent. Both the kids are innocent, you know? And... Yeah, but 15 and 13, how do you know they even want the same things? The clothing, the the toys. So many families can't do more than one party. So many families, some of them can't even do one. You know? She didn't say that. She doesn't need to. She doesn't need to. Again, in my mind, I relate it back to the first story where it's like, they're still kids, they're still a teenager for whatever reasons. They did it together, and I agree the daughter shouldn't suffer, but either should the step the stepdaughter. If I yeah no I agree. If I was going to assume, I would go with one of the earlier things that you said that the family might be punishing OP indirectly in like a passive aggressive way. Doesn't that sound like it? Because she said it's not our duty to give gifts to someone else's kid. Amy deserves them, and she said she came out three years ago. So they put her at 37 when her daughter was 12. So I, I would go with that theory, but we have no other evidence. So Doesn't it, it feel intentional? It feels intentional, especially when they say we shouldn't take care of someone else's child. Then that is like, that's even worse. That's even worse than being airheady and only getting one gift by accident. But then the exclusion and maybe because the daughter is gay or for whatever reason, it definitely feels intentional. Well, that's really hurtful. And especially this is current. So three years ago puts us one year before COVID. So there might be a lot of other undiscussed issues going on. Yeah. So what does Reddit say? Yes. Okay. One comment, best response says, You're the asshole. You're basically asking your daughter to share her complete identity with Nora. Her room, her stuff, her family, her friends, her birthday party, the parties she goes to, sleepovers. Is there anything really hers? This can't be good for her development. She needs to be her own person. Yikes. Pretty good. She has a point. He or she has a point. Well, Jocelyn, they have a point. Another you're the asshole. Let's see one that says not the asshole. Okay, this is a long one. And then we'll see what the vote is. Amy isn't allowed to have her own friends. You seriously don't let her socialize unless her sister's with her. Not to mention maybe Nora doesn't want Amy there when she hangs out with her friends. Sounds like Amy's dealing pretty well with losing her dad, having her mom come out, having to share her mom with her new wife having to share her space and things with her new sister after 14 years of it being just the two of you. She has nothing to herself, and she can't even go out with her friends on her own. Do you see Amy's struggles at all, or are you so focused on the pretty picture in your mind and being Nora's hero that you don't see all the changes your own daughter is going through? You have compassion for Nora, and that's wonderful, but you're sacrificing your own daughter's happiness for Nora's. Just because Amy doesn't complain doesn't mean she isn't struggling and hurting. Yes, your parents are jerks. That was a horrible thing to do. But maybe they did her a favor if it wakes you up to how awful you're being to your daughter. I'm wondering if she's complained to them or if they just see how she's treated now. 
but they but you tried to fix it the totally wrong way. You punished Amy for your family's awful behavior. Listen to what Amy's telling you. She's been polite long enough. You're not bringing them closer. You're driving them apart. You're the asshole. Has OP responded at all in this thread? Let's see. So while you're searching for that, I just want to say, obviously so far the tone of this is that she's the a-hole. And I think where I was coming from is I, um, I always want to root for the underdog. And I feel like the bigger underdog is not only OP's daughter, but the stepdaughter. And I just think about her feeling really, again, just left out and excluded. So I was really looking at it through her lens, but they're right. And you're right in the sense of OP's daughter deserves her own identity and deserves her own space. That's, I don't disagree with that. I would love to though, in the comments to hear from parents, cause I'm not a parent, right? I don't know how you would handle situations like this or what different methods that blended families or even not blended families have applied or approached. I'd be curious to know your thoughts in the comments on this one. All right. So after searching, everybody thinks OP is the asshole. They are robbing her daughter of her development. She doesn't have anything that's her own and it's, uh, her way is not working of her pretty picture. So. All right. Good one. Yeah, it is good. Well, one final thought I want to add because a lot of the comments are talking about their blended family approach in general, like sharing a room or not being able to go out with your friends alone or having no identity. And I don't agree with any of that, but in this specific scenario, I guess with the gifts, I think I still stand behind if OP said share today, I'll do something else for you tomorrow. I kind of still stand with that, but I absolutely do think that OP's daughter deserves space if she can get it at home, if there's her own room and her own identity and her own one-on-one time, care, love, attention, all of that. Yeah, just imagine if they were both together their whole lives and it was a 13-year-old and a 15-year-old. Yeah. You wouldn't do what she's doing. No, absolutely. And the whole picture is too much. I'm more so speaking specifically on the, the injustice of the of Nora not getting equal amount of gifts. Yeah, I'm For yeah, sure. totally I, agree. Yeah, I'm talking situational, but cuz a lot of the comments are kind of addressing the blended approach in general, right? And I don't disagree with it being uneven, you know, both girls are probably suffering the 15 year old and the 13 year old, they both had had different lives. So definitely let the girls be teenage girls, right? Give them their identity and space, which is already very compromised for, for them at that age. But I don't know with the gifts. I, again, think that sharing them isn't the end of the world. As long as Opie's daughter is again, still being made whole. So that's it. It's funny that you said that after you had a story about inheritance, that the one should keep. (laughs) Well, see, that's different. They're older. It's not a valuable list. I mean, we can cut this out, but in my mind, they're older and they made decisions and they were adults. They made decisions to not be involved. And this is different. I want this to be a teachable moment. OP can be like, share. We are nice to other people. We give, I don't know. They want them to be sisters. This is the sister moment. Yeah. I advocate for kids, especially 
the underdog kid. All right. Story number four. Show us what you got. You said you wanted the slut shaming one, right? No. Oh. But we could do that one if you want. (laughs) You wanted the niece nephew, right? Yeah. But do whichever one you want. Slut shaming next episode. Yeah. Okay. So you picked to have the second story being with the The one with the niece. Yeah. Okay. Great. Ready for the last and final story? Yes. Awesome. Am I the asshole for laughing and saying sounds about right when my brother and sister-in-law told me how exhausted they are with my out of control niece? My brother Ron and sister-in-law Jen have spoiled their daughter Alice rotten since she was a newborn. Since Alice was a toddler, everybody in the family has told Ron and Jen they need to teach Alice boundaries, but they insist they're the ones in charge of Alice. I often babysit Alice when she was young. I would tell Ron and Jen that Alice was not behaving and they would respond by shaming me for not getting Alice exactly what she wanted or punishing her so hard because I told her to pick up the toys she threw on the floor. No, Alice was seven when this happened. Eventually, I refused to babysit Alice and they insist I was being a bad aunt because I was expecting so many adult things from a baby. Ron and Jen did all of Alice's homework and class projects for her. They frantically called me one night because the math tutor canceled and Alice's homework had a pre-calculus question that they weren't sure how to work. I sent them the work for it that one time, but after that, I refused to do so. Alice is now 17 and completely out of control. She screams, curses, and flips off her parents until she gets her own way. She has unlicensed and dented Ron's car several times while stealing it for joyrides. She has stolen both Ron and Jen's wallets for shopping sprees. They have caught Alice partying, drinking, vaping, and sneaking out to boys' houses. She has gotten even worse since her junior year. Ron and Jen still do her projects or pay others to do them, but the material is now too specific for Ron and Jen to understand without class notes which Alice isn't taking for them. Alice did not pass her junior year, and she is angry because now all of her friends are doing senior things that she can't join in on. Ron and Jen called me the other night to tell me how exhausted they were because Alice was illegally driving again, and they had to beg an officer not to send Alice to juvie. They talked about how wild all teens are, and all is bolded here for emphasis, but they talked about how wild all teens are and they're not sure where their sweet little angel girl went. I thought the last part of this was a joke and I laughed. I thought the last part was a joke and a laugh slipped out before I could stop myself. Ron got angry and asked what I thought was funny. I apologized for laughing, but I responded that Alice's behavior sounded about right because they did expect Alice to just magically become responsible and well-behaved when they had always rewarded her bad behavior. Ron and Jen started to yell at me, but I hung up. Many of my friends and family members said Ron and Jen are only angry because they didn't like hearing the truth. But most of my family is saying I have no idea how hard it is to be a parent, much less have a child like Alice. And even though the laugh slipped, I was cruel to respond to Ron and Jen that way, knowing how exhausted they are. 
Now I'm conflicted about it. If I was being a dick to my exhausted brother and sister-in-law, am I the asshole? Well, um, can you, I'm curious, I'm sorry. Can you read the last part again? She, what is she conflicted about? Sure. Let me just read the last blurb. Many of my friends and family members said Ron and Jen are only angry because they didn't like hearing the truth. But most of the family is saying I have no idea how hard it is to be a parent, much less have a child like Alice. And even though the laugh slipped, I was cruel to respond to Ron and Jen that way, knowing how exhausted they are. But now I'm conflicted about if I was being a dick to my exhausted brother and sister-in-law. So I think she's conflicted on if she was too cruel for laughing. So she feels guilty for kind of rubbing it in. The brother wasn't even asking for anything, right? They were just venting. Yeah, she's she's an asshole. Totally. That was uncalled for. They weren't asking her to do anything. They didn't need her for anything. She didn't let them down. She's right. But she's an asshole. Right? Who, who asked you? Nobody asked you for your snarky comments. Sounds about right. It is about right. But you don't kick someone when they're down. Asshole. Ding, ding. If you hear movement, that's our puppy under our feet. Yeah, 90 pound German Shepherd puppy. He'll <laughs> make an appearance one day. He'll pop up right here. Our 16th month German Shepherd stretching. Um, these stories are fun because I don't agree with you on this one again. I'm conflicted because sometimes I think you should really ask somebody and it's a good rule of thumb speaking with family and friends. Like, are you just venting? Or are you looking for advice? Because nine times out of 10, I'm also asking someone, can I vent for a second? Sure. Sure. It, I guess the onus isn't just on the venti, right? Or whatever. Isn't on the vent. It, I guess also it's for good communication. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's for good communication, but something that I want to even apply more is like, are you looking to vent? Or would you like advice? So I see where you're coming from with that. If they didn't ask her directly for any advice and they just called to vent because they're exhausted and they need someone that they can talk to and relate to, it's uncalled for. And it feels shitty to hear that. However, in this specific case where it sounds like this issue of Alice being consistently like this all her life, all her life. At first, when I was reading the paragraphs, I was like, oh, well, how old is this girl now? 10? 11? No, she's was going to be graduating senior. This is the 18th year of this. Exactly. Exactly. And OP has even been asked to contribute to the growing of this young girl by helping to do some of her calculus and helping to do some of her projects. Like OP isn't just removed. And OP has seen it firsthand, helping to raise the niece and babysit and so on and so forth. So... I do think in this specific situation, instead of taking the approach of, are you looking to vent or are you looking for advice? I also think a good friend or a good family member holds each other accountable. And she didn't even say you're a bad parent. She didn't say you're doing it wrong. She didn't say Alice is rotten. She didn't say anything bad. She literally thought that they were making a joke and she laughed all she had to do was laugh, you know? Now, if she was like, oh, how could you not expect this? Like she is a 
bad child. She's been doing this her whole life. What have you guys been doing? Then I'd be like, okay, she took it too far. That's hurtful. That's uncalled for, but she just did a little laugh. And I honestly think she should do more. I'll tell you if that was my brother and my niece, and he was calling me, telling me this, I'd be like, come on. I, I would, I would be way more direct and way more, I'd be way more direct in, in, in my thoughts and my opinion. May I? Yeah. So the thing is, though, you're coming from a place of helping. The OP is not. OP is bitter, upset, salty, and taking it back out on, you know, on her brother. I don't think she's bitter, upset, or salty. She's laughing at it because she genuinely thought it's funny and it's like entertaining for her. She's laughing at his pain. Does it sound about right? It's so condescending. It's so rude. And then she's asking, am I guilty for this? It's like, yeah, you shouldn't have reacted that way. That's what she's questioning. She's not questioning the validity of feeling this way. She's questioning if she was too harsh on him, right? Mm. Her response to him. Her response was an asshole response. She said, didn't she write, am I being a dick? Mm -hmm. Because they're exhausted. Yeah. Cry me a river. I mean, it's, it's not even a fraction of what Alice is putting the parents through. I think she could have been way more. I, I take the, how is it helpful? Sorry. What? How is their parenting helpful to Alice in her life? For me, I take the complete opposite approach. I would be way more direct with my sibling about my niece if this was the case. And I'd actually lay it to him straight and not just do like a little a little laugh, I would be like, this, like, do something. You're out of control. You haven't done things right. Like, what can you do to make it better? I think OP could have stepped up to the plate and been more, been even more direct, but that's just me. I don't think she was being direct, though. I think she was being rude. Okay. Well, I think she could have been. Sounds about right. No. Alice is about to go to juvie. Her, it sounds like the like no one's ever told the parents anything about how they're raising their kid. Look, I'm not. Look, I'm not arguing with you, and I'm not saying that she's wrong. We all know that the parents clearly failed, right? Everyone around them and below them and above everybody, they've the parents have failed everyone here. That's not what we're questioning. She said, "Am I being a dick to him because they're tired?" Do you well, think that that's being helpful or nice? Like, well, how would you describe her response? Here, here are two sentences in here that I think help me even more so be on OP's side, if you want to take sides. I apologized for laughing, but I responded that Alice's behavior sounded about right because did they expect Alice to just magically become responsible and well-behaved when they have always rewarded her bad behavior? So she apologized for the laugh. You're right. So I guess it's just really harsh. Is that harsh? I mean, maybe if to she was... people who are so ill-equipped and they're just like flailing and they're calling her. I, better... I just don't think it was too empathetic for her to respond that way. Sure. After 18 years, though, better someone be straight up and direct than, you know, they're just... Then go pick her up in juvie, which were they were about to do. She's driving unlicensed. She's stealing their credit card. Again... Uh, to a little credit of the parents, some teenagers are wild and like to have fun. That's 
true, but if she's doing this repeatedly, then yeah. There's been no structure or consequences her whole life. I totally get it, but they need help not to be told that they're wrong. I don't even think she said they're wrong, you know, and she was like, do you, do you think she's just going to magically become responsible? I don't know. For me, I don't think that was harsh, but that's just me. Let's see what Reddit says. So their overall vote on the thread is not the asshole. And let me read the top few comments. Top comment, not the asshole. Why would you lie to family to make them feel better about their mistakes? Until they are willing to admit their mistakes, they'll just have a bad child. And someone responded to that comment and said, they expect to be coddled the way that they coddled their children. Rejecting reality is apparently a family value there. Interesting. So I'm going to read maybe one more comment. Honestly, I don't know where they go from here. She's almost an adult. They have completely failed to help Alice in developing any kind of emotional resilience, work ethic, or social skills. I mean, it's going to be a totally crushing thing to accept that you've totally failed and screwed over your child. Now, instead of being a well-adjusted teen prepping for adulthood, Alice is either going to be a totally dysfunctional adult or have to have a huge amount of work to overcome years of living in a fake reality. OP, not the asshole, but honestly, I don't know what the parents can even do at this stage. And someone says, they can move near a prison so they can visit easily. And the next one is, I feel bad for laughing at this. So here we are laughing again. I, I let out a little laugh, but yeah. I can't disagree. So All right. Good. I was going to say, um, thanks for, thank you for watching. Thanks for uh, checking out our stories. Comment below. Tell us what you think about each one, if you agree or disagree. And come back for our next episode. And we're going to talk about slut shaming, apparently. Yeah, these were four great stories. I like that Mike and I, I think we only, no, we agreed on the first two. And then the second two kind of had different opinions there. So we'd love to continue that and know what your opinions are. So as Mike said, leave those opinions in the comments and we will see you next week. Bye guys. Don't forget to like and subscribe.